0: So, according to your father, it's the law that we have to play the national anthem before sporting events? Also before dinner. <laughs> well, maybe if you're wrestling for the last pork chop. Baby showers. Is there anything else your father told you? Mm-hmm. And that was? Cough syrup tastes like cherry Coke. Your father seems a little strange. Well, he's a podcaster. A podcaster? <laughs> wow, that hurts. Although my dad was like that, for years he told me my cough syrup would taste like cherry coke, and I fell for it every time. From Hollywood, it's out of my mind. I'm Jay Douglas, and episode 29 here is a stand-up story about our national anthem. Why do we play it before sporting events, but not before wrestling for that last pork chop? It has to do not with the national anthem, but with the Star-Spangled Banner. For over a century, they weren't the same song. Until 1931, we didn't even have a national anthem. What we did have was lots of pretenders to the throne, including. Now, maybe if you're in the Bronx, maybe if you're a Yankee fan. Otherwise, Yankee Doodle is not the kind of song to bring you to your feet before a baseball game. Others in the running included these super hit songs America the Beautiful. My Country, Tis of Thee. And Columbia, the Gem of the Ocean. Little 60s disc flashback moment there. But the sentimental favorite the long-time sentimental favorite was It was a wartime song and frequently played at military and important events, including some baseball games as early as the 1860s. Usually, though, it was was part of a medley of patriotic music. And it might have stayed that way, were it not for the Chicago Cubs. The Cubs were losing the first game of the 1918 World Series to the Boston Red Sox. And as the Cubs came up to bat in the bottom of the seventh, they'd yet to score a run. Before the game resumed, though, the stadium band started to play. Fred Thomas, who was the Boston third baseman on loan from the Navy, turned to the flag and saluted. And the crowd did the same. When the band finished... From then on, the Star-Spangled Banner was played at the start of every World Series game. That was true until John Ambrose Fleming invented a way of amplifying sound. We call it the vacuum tube. When teams could replace expensive bands with a public address system and a recording, they started playing the Star-Spangled Banner before just about every game. From baseball, the idea jumped to other sports that wanted to capture the credibility of America's national pastime. The Star-Spangled Banner became our national anthem by an act of Congress in 1931. But all the pomp associated with it, standing facing the flag, for example, that all stems not from the law, but from a military tradition surrounding the Star-Spangled Banner itself. And for the record, cough syrup doesn't taste like cherry Coke. Ever. And that's the story I call Standing on Ceremony. I feel so patriotic all of a sudden. My thanks to Amanda Sarah, the co-star of the web series Carbon Dating, for getting around with me in the show opening. Now, come on. You didn't think I'd risk working with a real kid? No, that's not even funny. Not funny at all. You want funny? Go to the Carbon Dating channel on YouTube and watch some episodes. You'll laugh your spleen off. Hey, if you can laugh your us off, you can laugh your spleen off, too. Why not try something different? Then come back here next Tuesday at 6 a.m. Eastern for another little-known story about some well-known stuff. That's a good time for us to chat again. I'm Jay Douglas. Out of My Mind is produced by Penny Summers and is a copyrighted production of the Theatre of Your Mind Incorporated, Hollywood, California.